0: Welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Today's reading, we come across some core key means of grace or Key divine provisions or allotments for the Christian. So, for instance, in Second Corinthians chapter thirteen, verse fourteen, it talks about how the grace of uh, this is this 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 uh, this 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 is a very interesting text because in Matthew chapter twenty-eight, verse nineteen, baptizing them how. In the name of the Father, Father, the Son of the Holy Spirit. What's the order of the Trinity? Father, Son, What's the order of the Trinity? Father, Son, Let me put it. What's the theological order of the Trinity? Father, Son, but in 2 Corinthians, it looks like Paul was not following theological order. He was actually following experiential order. So he puts that the grace of our Lord. It should have been the love of God first. And the grace of Father, Son. But it starts with grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ first? The, the love of God. God is the source. The Holy Spirit is the means. But grace. It, because Second Corinthians really is a, it's a book of grace. So in the verse 1, ch- sorry, chapter 1, it talks about how uh, it, it, speaks, it makes references to Grace speaks about how we operate we stand by grace and we go by so grace is shows up right in the chapter one and then in the chapter 8, nine talks about 9 actually you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ how that he was rich by became poor for our sakes that we through his poverty might become rich might be made rich second Corinthians chapter 9 verse um, chapter 8 verse 9 sorry. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That was his grace. That he, he, be, he though he was rich, yet He, for, for, for our sakes he became poor. That through his being poor, we use his poverty to become rich. Wow. And, and he says that that is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. Then you get to chapter 12, where he talks about my grace is sufficient unto you. Verse 9. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. So it begins to, it, keep, it keeps emphasizing on grace. Then it comes to the end, towards the end of the book. Then it makes mention of grace. That the grace of our Lord Jesus, because this whole thing is grace. Enjoyment of God. God at work. So this book is not about theology. This book is about your experience and your enjoyment. That is why it said the grace, this whole thing is a, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. But it's actually, God is the source. And so you, you need grace. Listen. We thrive by grace. We walk by grace. We live by grace. Bible says that, for by grace are you saved. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. Your salvation is a function of grace. Grace is such an important aspect of life that Bible says that grace came by Jesus Christ. John chapter 1 verse 16. Grace, the law was given through Moses. But when Jesus came, grace came. Hallelujah. Grace was not given by Jesus. It came by Jesus so jesus coming brought grace so the point i'm making here is that grace is so important for the believer that uh, you are a believer because of the grace of god you are a christian because of the grace of god but grace is not the only thing there are there are called things like like peace the peace of god for for uh, the uh, uh, um in uh, romans chapter romans chapter Chapter 14, verse 17 talks about righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness. Somebody say righteousness. Righteousness. Peace. Somebody say peace. Peace. Joy in the Holy Ghost. Somebody say joy. Joy. And these are important aspects of Christian life. You cannot be a joyless, thriving Christian. (laughs) How can you be thriving as a Christian without joy? Nehemiah says that the joy of the Lord is our strength so watch this joy is so much a necessary part of Christian work grace is a necessary part joy is a necessary part of he said joy in the Holy Ghost not peace in the Holy Ghost joy in the Holy Ghost joy someone say joy. joy so in see joyfulness is an internal thing So, to be joyful is internal. To rejoice is external. Rejoice is external. An expression of what is already happening on your inside. So, Paul in prison, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 4, he said, rejoice. Oh, come on, I feel like preaching. He said, rejoice. Rejoicing is giving an expression to your joy. So when we are rejoiced, we come and we are doing praise and worship and all of that. It's an expression of the joy that already is repository on the inside. Yeah. Wow. When you become born again, you cannot thrive as a Christian without joy. Yeah. That's why when you see someone who says, I'm a Christian, I'm doing well, but every time looks very sad. There's something wrong. You cannot do well as a Christian, sadly. See, one of the strengths that God has helped us with in Mm carries is this thing called joy. Another way to put it is zeal. Jesus, Bible says they remembered about how it is written in John chapter 2. The zeal of your house. The the, the, the zeal of your house. Praise the Lord. So, if we want to see revival... We can be church as usual. We can be a normal church. Normal church don't see revival. Check the first century church. They were not normal church. They, sometimes they didn't even fit in society. But for society comes and adjusts because society knows we need, this, we need this, we need this, we need this, we need this. And they come and humble themselves. When they bring their offering, they leave it at the apostles' feet. They don't put it in their pocket and hands. They leave it at their feet because they are not even worthy to stand before an apostle. That's someone who has seen the depravity of man. When you see how unworthy you are, it helps you to go on your knees when you come before God. But it takes certain type of messages to drive, drive people to their knees. To drive them to their knees before God. If those messages are not preached, people will not bend, go on bended knees, and heaven will not rain down. Wow. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for this is the kingdom of God or kingdom of heaven. Wow. Test yourselves. Why? Grace is important. Joy is important. When you are walking with God and filled with the Holy Ghost, you can go through in time, but still have joy. <laughs> because joy is not dependent on happiness. Happiness is based on happiness, but joy is of the heart from the Holy Ghost. That is why in prison he could write. He was in prison. Philippians was written in prison. He was in prison, yet he told them, rejoice! Again and again I say, rejoice! Righteousness, peace, and joy! Hey! joy in the holy ghost joy in the holy ghost then you can say I've got a kingdom I've got the kingdom righteousness peace joy so you need joy grace joy these are major things about our spiritual life however faith becomes the platform and the foundation for everything please be seated faith Someone shall faith. faith. The scripture says we walk by faith. How, how can you be a believer without faith? It's tautology, it's an oxymoron. A believer without faith, a believer who doesn't believe. Ah. (laughs) then you are an unbeliever you are an unbeliever so then if Satan wants to attack your life it's not your pocket eyes his target is not your pocket please that's why those who seem to be getting promotion and good job and suddenly you are becoming proud Satan is actually beginning to win because he can give you the money, he can give you the marriage, he can give you the mortgage, and he can give you the good medical report just to kick you off from the tracks of genuine faith. Faith unfeigned. First Timothy chapter 1, verse 3. We talk about faith unfeigned. It's like authentic faith. The end of the commandment said, now the end of the commandment is charity out of a pure heart and a good conscience and faith, and of faith unfeigned. Uh. You're talking about qualitative faith. Mm. Faith that is not fake. Mm. Uh. Unadulterated. Unadulterated, Undiluted faith. Mm. Said, that's why God gave the law. So that someone Hearts can burn with love for God. Yeah. You know, when people say, how, "How are you getting all these young people to come to church?" Because we are so much in love for Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Young people usually don't like fake mm. atmospheres. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. If they are doing religion, let's do it well. If they are not doing, no, oh, young people, the energy to do is there. Yeah. So if they are doing it, am I speaking the truth? At all? Yeah. when we go for outreach the reason why we get people to follow us is because they see our boldness yeah. they see our fire yeah. they see our passion yeah. they see our hunger they see our love for Jesus yeah. oh, the reason why many church, church other church people even including musicians top musicians they like carries praise, uh, praise night because of the demonstration of passion, expression of joy, rejoicing, they just like it because we are not fake. We we do it. We are not just doing music. We praise God sweating. <laughs> For real, passion. He says that the end of the commandment. That's why when they asked Jesus, Matthew twenty-two, that what is the greatest? Verse thirty-seven. What's the greatest of all the coins? Said, laugh The Lord your God, love. He says, "If you love me, you obey my commandment." Love. So he says that the end of the commandment is love out of a pure heart and of a good conscience. You know, some of us are dodgy. You are jumping, but you know you are jumping to tick a box. Good conscience. I'm not. Pre- See, when I even pre- if I want to preach on tithe and offering, it's not because I want to collect money from you. I have to do it with a good conscience. And we are teaching on honor. It's not because the pastor wants your money. Sometimes some people give me, and I, I just get worried and confused because I feel sorry. I just I wish I wouldn't take it because I know I have more than you. And some people you can tell that is their widow's might. And if you are if you have good conscience, you won't celebrate that. But sometimes it's just a spiritual principle, so you leave things the way they are your heart is in the right place, you don't even realize when you are sacrificing. You don't you don't feel this is a sacrifice. You don't feel it's a sacrifice. It's like a mother who is getting up to feed her. So happy. Disturbed the sleep, but So happy. She doesn't say this. Oh, this, I'm sacrificing. Keep quiet and drink. No. It's because there's a the conscience that is not pure or a love that is not from the heart. Whoa. That's why you are making so much. Don't look at the way we are sacrificing. We are sacrificing so much. We are sacrificing so much. I come early. I have to come and clean all the place. Hey, God must remember. Listen. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, before you start making noise about a blessing of God on somebody, be careful because it mm. might never come to you because you are mm. criticizing something you should be praising. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Ah, that's so be careful. They yeah. said, and then faith. That is not adulterated. Authentic faith. Genuine faith. That means you can have faith that is not genuine. Faith. The, the quality of your Christian life is not at the mercy of your Bible knowledge. Faith on faith. Faith on faith. If there's a prayer, you should be praying. Don't be asking for next money. Start asking God. Genuine Christian prayer. God, help me to operate in unfeigned faith. Help me to operate in good with good conscience. Help me, and you make it your personal aim. Your personal aim is that you will be when you are examined any time. Your faith, your heart is from a your, your, your love is from a pure heart when you examine, when you are put on the spot at any time, your conscience is good. When you are put on the spot because human beings, we can have bad conscience. We can be doing something without the right motive. Because without the right motive. Fighting God. Any of us at all can end up fighting God. Any of us. Any of us. Because it was religious leaders who killed Jesus. Even Pontius Pilate felt like, the guys, guys, I think, I think no, no. I think, I think this now. No. The one who has not got anything to do with God. He said, uh, uh, I think, I think, uh, guys. Uh, guys, no, you have taken it too far. So he was finding a way to just release the guy because he knew that it was out of envy. They have delivered him. Religious leaders. You can be in this church and the God is moving and you won't realize it. And at the end of the day, be the one who is fighting against the move of God. It will grind you. Huh. Ms. Adana was sharing with me. I went to Chatham. I can't believe what I saw. I what? This is. <laughs> and I'm aware of what is going on. But you can be here, you don't, you don't know that things are happening. There are a lots of a church. This is a move of God. Yeah, amen. But we have been saying this for the past. Since the revival began, we said this is not another, another, another narrative. What is this? It's a revolution. We've been saying it. We've been saying it. But if you're not careful, you end up fighting what God is doing. Because of your personal opinion. Opinion is the most satanic thing when it comes to the move of God. Don't bring an opinion here. Go to the political circles and talk about opinion. And when it comes to the move of God, the move of God, shut up. If you don't understand, just Because there are more questions about your life and your family life. That needs answering before you tackle the move of God. Faith on faith. Faith on faith. You want to do God? Humble yourself. God doesn't need you. The church, you you have believed a lie that the church needs you. The church does not need you. Hold it. Hold it. Because the day the king visits, you'll be the one sitting next to him. We are looking for revival. Any group of people looking for revival, don't mind sacrificing. Yeah. Yeah. I know much of your investment is on some tight, skinny clothes. Only all you have is gym clothes. And crop tops. But, and you don't wear Primark. However, for the sake of the revival, you may have to go and buy Primark. Just so, just so you can fit in what God is trying to do. For your information, God does not use anybody. Anybody. God will use you because my heart is right, please. God doesn't use anybody. He says that in a great house, they are not only vessels of common on, but they are that if anyone purges himself from another, he will be a vessel meet, appropriate. So some vessels are not appropriate for God's use in a certain dimension. But who does the purging? You have to do the purging. Does that mean we are all perfect? Oh, no. No. Your authentic Christianity, your authentic Christianity is not determined by the perfection of your life, but by the direction of your life. The direction, not that your life is perfect, but your life is going in a certain direction. That shows that you are authentic Christian. So you don't, you, we are not asking for perfect life. Because none of us is. Of, we are all striving. We are striving. We are striving. We are all striving. Paul said, I strive for masteries. If any man strives for masteries, he's temperate in all things. <laughs> the most important thing is your striving. Go to them that are at ease. So someone need to help you wake up. While men slept. He said men will always sleep. When men will always sleep. I preach a message the sleep of death. Help me Lord that I will not sleep the sleep of death. You can sleep to your you can sleep and sleep into death. Faith, listen, brothers and sisters, be strong in faith. Be strong in faith. This is the time if you have to walk by faith. Take steps of faith. I was actually going to show you how do you walk by faith. But, you know, you, know, you, don't, you don't got the time. Walk by faith, be strong. The Bible says, Abraham did not stagger at the promise of God, but was strong in faith. Romans chapter 4, verse 19. 20. It was strong in faith. You can be strong in faith. You can be strong in faith by feeding yourself with the word of God, feeding yourself with the right atmosphere, right exposure. Some of us have exposure is your biggest problem. You are working with the wrong people. You are chatting with the wrong people. You are sitting among the wrong people. As long as you sit amongst them, you will never grow in faith. You are WhatsApping and are chatting with the wrong people. You can't even you can't even talk about the outreach you want to do. They'll tell you it's enough. You've done some. But was strong in faith, giving glory. Strong in faith. These times is looking for people with strong faith. Strong faith. Not loud cries. Is good. Loud Christ is good. Wild dancing is good. Physical activity, saving, cleaning, you are cleaning, you are setting chairs, you are setting egg. all that is good. But please, strong faith is better. If you can do that and have strong faith, oh boy. Well, you are the one God can use. Strong faith. Build your faith. Focus on strengthening your faith. Be intentional in disconnecting from people who talk rubbish. They talk carelessly. Anytime you're around them, you see your faith plummets. Your faith, the, the, the level of your faith keeps dropping. Dropping. You can tell it's dropping. It's sinking. You are dropping. You are dropping, boy. You are dropping. Check your wife. Check your husband. Check your mom. Madness can be full of unbelief. I'm telling you, mothers, they, are, they can be full of because their emotions, their emotions can get to them. Their emotions can lead them based on their interests. That's the downside of a woman. They can easily be led by their emotions. That's why when women are in leadership, they need a lot of check. Bishop, that, preach a message about the problem of women being in leadership in church. Because they can, if a woman doesn't like you, you are another woman. She doesn't like you. She can leave the Bible and begin to focus on you when there is work to do. And some of us are mothers. You are you are your mother's. You are the eye of her, apple of her eye. Suddenly you are church, 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 and all your status about church, about man of God. She's she's coming after you. She's coming after you. And then you will be not smart when tell her you are so easy. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Mothers can hide their children away from God. Because of their personal vision. Mm. Mm. Don't let your wife protect the children from God. Mm. Don't do it. Don't do it. You are the man. (laughs) <laughs> so every revival-seeking church must raise some strong men on fire. Yeah? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching you some things. So, you need to grow your faith. Grow your faith so someone doesn't determine your future. Wow, Grow your faith. Grow your faith. Because of the kind of wife you have, grow your faith. Because of the kind of husband you have, grow your faith. Other than that, this neighbor will lead you away. You are sensitive like Rebecca. You knew that that's the plan of God. But this man, because of his food, his natural proclivity, he's beginning to pass on the blessing, not according to God's order, but according to his belly. Bible Bible "Their God is their belly the food he has been enjoying from his son so he's passing Philippians chapter 3 verse 9 he's passing the Abrahamic covenant he's passing passing it on based on his natural taste you need a Rebecca to be around the scene sometimes because of the kind of husband man you have in your house you have to be a woman of faith Because of the kind of wife and the woman you have in your house, you have to be a man of faith. Else, she will lead you astray. Adam! Have you eaten water today? Those of you who are not yet married, don't choose a man based on his muscles. Even someone who can be quoting scriptures, you have to check. You have to check, they can be quoting scripture, but it is not maybe out of a good conscience. That's why it doesn't last. It doesn't last. Hey. Mm. Your service in the church. What do you do in church? Your service has, has been degraded severely. Mm. But you are you are someone who say have faith, have faith. It doesn't go together. Faith, being in faith, a lack of service never go together. When you, are, when you are a man of faith, a woman of faith, it shows in your giving. Mm. Giving. Gen, say, mm. genuine giving is an expression of genuine faith. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. Faint, faith unfeigned, And good conscience. Huh. You are behaving like you are so spiritual, yet you don't tithe. Shame. I say this to you. Shame. You are not spiritual. You. You are not spiritual. You look formidable, but you are a paper tiger. Hey. We, are, we, are, we are tired of a generation of vipers. Who will not prioritize God? But they look like God is a priority in their life. But really, at core, it's not true. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.